0: Howdy, y'all. Welcome to Yarns and Tales? Welcome to this 81st episode. We're chipping away at this aren't we? We'll be on 100 for you. Know it. Um, oh, it. there goes that word I ran it about last week. Um this and um that. Why, just a um dinger, ain't it? I know another bad joke. Well, y'all've heard me long enough. Y'all know that's kind of what I do. Um, again, with the um, the side of my mouth, I kind of nipped it again, and uh, well, it made it sore. And I've been yapping a good bit today, because for me, right now, it's kind of late in the afternoon, I was trying to get the mystery part number 10, both versions, crochet and the knit, I was trying to get them finished, so then I could go live mic and talk to y'all about them. And it took a little longer than I anticipated, especially having had a wonderful lunch, and A pleasant dessert and laughter with my kids. The day ran a little bit distracted. But you know what? It was with good people. So distraction is just fine. Y'all know what it's like. You start having a good time with people. You lose track of time. And it slips up on you. And it runs right by you. And you never notice That it's butt naked and you didn't just, it never showed up. I know, time butt naked. Now you're thinking, which one? January time, the little bitty baby one, or old man time in his knickers running down the road? Yeah. It's, this is summer, so it, it's older than a baby. It's not yet, you know, the the white haired, long whiskered old man. In his knickers. It's probably, you know, summertime. It's more like that rawr, rawr, eye candy kind of person. Male or female, depending on who you picture time as being. They're the eye candy version. Whipping it down the road. Because, well, it's hot and they're looking for shade. Well, it's hot for me because it is summertime. Now, for some of y'all, it's kind of closer to winter time though, still, anyway, I'm not even going to get into that today. I got delayed finishing part number 10. That was the whole beginning of that little uh, tangent that ran in a circle, and then again in circles. Yeah, if I can remember, I'm going to tell y'all about Magoo mystery part okay we're going to talk first about it because i got to looking at stuff my little mapping of what i was going to do and i decided to condense a few parts that were going to be small quickie parts and i got to thinking about the way i wanted it to fit together this mystery thing and it would work equally well to, uh, eh, condense them into a singular piece. So that's kind of what I did. Why? Well, without giving a- away, I think it will work better, this number 10. Being a solid piece instead of the one, two, three, four, five, six tinier pieces that I originally planned. So, yeah, I decided ten mystery parts would probably be more than ample to make sure it works right the first time. If this works really well, then I'll do another mystery part Next year. Probably. Anyway. Anyway. Mystery part number 10. It is the biggest part. Of all of them. And. It is the last part. So. Now the guessing game will really begin. Um. I'm going to talk first about the. The. Knit version. Why? Cause of the two stacked together, it's on top. Yeah, I know. Such simple logic. It's very childlike, you know. Anyhow, anyway, I'm babbling. Knit version, as usual, it is, we are using, well, I am. We is just a royal we, yada yada yada. I'm using straights, they're number 7s, U.S. number 7s, which is like a 4.5 millimeter for the knitting needle. Um, Crochet hooks, if you're following along making that one, it's the letter H, number 8, or 5 millimeter. They all anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about, so the knit version we're going to cast on twenty stitches um I'm using some leftover vanna white it's a I was making a prototype adult yoga sock and I finished them. So I said, oh, this would make such a cute piece in the mystery thing. So I started knitting up the leftover. And it did. It turned out really pretty. It's the pink and black speckled banded self-striping kind of Vanna White stuff. But it's a 4-ply. Um, so I cast on 20. And I stockinetted for 52 rows. It makes a big rectangle. Well, comparatively bigger than everything else in this project. Now, the type of... So you know that you've your gauge is about right if you're not using the the needle and thread that i am or size thread this will be a rectangle so that the 20 rows the 20 stitches and the 52 rows when you get it about there and at the 52 then you bind off you should have a square when you fold it in half that looks equal on all sides when you fold it in that kind of half so that should tell you you're on the right track if you've got it big enough or not but for the knit version cast on 20 stockinette for 52 rows and then you're going to bind off easy peasy but then that's the whole point. I just wanted this here to be fun for leftovers and a guessing game and yeah, kind of cool. So anyway, this is mystery part number 10 knitted. Sit that one over there. Okay. Now the crochet version. Um, do 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 paper. Oh, there it is. Like I said, H hook number eight, five millimeter. You're going to chain 15 and then turn around. Now you're going to single crochet. And when you single crochet, pick up both loops, the front and the back loop, so that it makes it a nice universal solid piece. But you're going to single crochet 14 stitches across, chain 1, and then turn. Now, you're going to do that for... Roughly thirty-two rows. Now I call myself counting correctly, but I had this little fuzzy distraction talking to me, wanting some attention. They go meow in their native language. Yeah, so um, I counted twice with um her assistance. So, 32 rows of single crochet. And again, when you fold it in half, you should have a square. Some of you call them quads, but equal on all four sides when you fold it in half. So, you get there and you bind off. That's how you know you've gotten it correct. And that is the easy, though longer, to to whip it up. It's the uh, mystery part number 10. Now, the funny part about number 10 is I worked the knit version of it first in those uh, Vanna White leftovers that I used. And I was like, okay, I still had enough that, well... I thought I had enough leftovers to finish the crochet version. So I'm I'm hooking right along, hooking right along. And then I get to the end of my thread. Well, two inches, three inches from the end. And I'm about an inch and a half from the length I need it to be. The length of the part. Oh rabbits, this is not cool. Um and I could not find a viable black thread yarn that could uh just pick up where I left off at and it not be that noticeable that I goofed. Then it dawned on me. My daughter had wanted to a skein of this yarn. And I had bought her some. So yes, mom puts everything down. I s- grabbed my, my phone just so it wouldn't go off cause you know cell phones. As soon as you sit it down and leave the room, it is going to ring. It is going to have a text. It is going to make a noise. It is going to require your attention because you left it unattended so if you want to guarantee it's not going to make a noise pick it up and take it with you it'll be quiet mine does that anyway you keep it with you silence walk off just once and leave it in another room noise maker all over the place so anyway i'm my dashery upstairs to my daughter's room and she's sitting there at the computer with her headphones on and this smirk on her face. And I'm standing at the door grinning at her holding my phone. And she's like, pulls one her headset off one ear and it falls off the other ear and hoop, hooks around the back of her neck. And she kind of looks at me because she's a tomboy. She's not all into the frilly girly stuff so much. And I looked at her and I said, um, sweetie, you know that yarn I bought you that is just like the yarn I had? She said, yes. I said, "Mm, can I borrow some? The project I'm working on, I'm kind of short about, and I go hold my fingers up, you know, two inches between thumb and, and pointing finger. And then I shift them over to both hands and pointing fingers. Measuring about. You know these invisible. Drawing this invisible diagram in thin air. And I just need about you know that much. And she gets to laughing at me. She reaches up under her desk. And uh she pulls out her knitting bag. She just hands me her knitting bag laughing at me because I was standing there in her doorway like some 10 year old goofball holding my fingers up drawing this invisible missing piece from the piece I was working on just I need that that much you know just that much yarn and most of you are probably laughing Because you know exactly what I'm talking about. When you realize how much yarn you need. But you're talking to people who are not as understanding. Or they do. And you just say, I just need this much. And you invisibly measure out this unmeasurable amount of yarn. For the part, area, whatever. And yeah, it's. Like and it's about like and you never give a physical number of what the dimension is. You're air drawing like some kids air guitar, whatever air drums. You are air measuring with yeah. It's like and and it's this here, and I need that much. Can I borrow, please? And. She is laughing at me and she just cocks her head. She said and shakes it and starts just, mom, you are such a girl and then smiles. I said, I know, aren't I? Get her knitting bag and then I hustle my way back downstairs, back into my bedroom, plop on the bed, pop out the yarn and get to finishing that, you know, invisible da 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 by that, but cause that's all I needed. And so I did, and it turned out seamless. You would never know. I had to go fetch more because it blended in perfect with where my skein ended and where hers began. It's perfect. So I do that, and I did my 32 rows, and I bound off and cut my my thread, and then I put the sleeve back on her yarn, and then I go and I put it back into her little, her very cute little knitting bag that she's had for, oh my gosh, 10, 11 years now, somewhere in there. And uh so I pick it up, and I grab the phone, because I don't want the phone to go off, and I grab my phone and I grab her bag and I hustle my way right back upstairs and then I get to her bedroom door and then I stand there and just as childish as I could I pigeon toed my feet together, which is where you leave your heels in place and twist your toes into each other. 'Cause I'm wearing this linen skirt that I made it has a slit up to the knee. It's really, really comfortable. And so I go and I pigeon toe my, my feet, cause I'm barefoot, and I got my phone in one hand and I hold out her her knitting bag in my other one, and I had this smirky little grin on my face, and I just thank you, and she's just she snickers at me and she goes, "I'm telling you, you are just nothing but a girl," And I just. And I told her serious. Thank you. She just saved the mystery project. And it was just like all cool and everything. So that was the adventure on getting the mystery project number 10 piece done today. Was all of that. And it was just wow. So next week we start stitching parts and pieces together. Um. Now, in the meantime, I know some of you are split on this. Some people like to wash and block before seaming pieces together. Other people, especially when you're using acrylic, just say whatever and don't. They seam it, then they wash it and dry it block it or whatever I don't know what particular yarns you guys are using for your mystery project parts all of mine has been acrylic so knowing that all of mine have been acrylic I personally am not going to wash and block mine So, next week, I will simply start stitching parts and pieces together, which I will tell you who will go next to who, and, you know, the who's he, what's it. So, it's going to take us a couple of episodes to get this thing put together, depending on how much, how, how distracted I get. It could take us three episodes to get her stitched together. Um, Now, this mystery project is going to require some stuffing. Yeah. See, now you're really curious. But that's all I can tell you. You can use cotton balls if you do not have anything else. Cotton balls will work great. Um. Another thing that can work in a pinch, especially if you want to recycle and if you want it to be noisy, and that is, you ready for it? Some shredded up plastic bags from your shopping. No kidding. Um, a little trick and tip I did once. Um, used to, I did so much shopping with the kids when they were small because, well, it was then. The doing green bags, reusable bags was not the end thing at the time. Heck, nobody mainstream shopping had come out with them yet. So, Every week and, uh, my favorite stores that I shopped at had discontinued paper sacks. So it was only plastic bags. So what I did, I got a zippered pillowcase. It's a cotton bodied pillowcase that a zipper at one end, multi-function other than putting your bed pillows in it to Make them pretty. Cover them up. Extend the life of them. So what I did was. I bought. One, two, three, four, five, six. I bought six king size zippered pillowcases. Now, granted, I didn't buy six all at one time. But I started buying them up. And... I took all my plastic bags and I stuffed them in the zippered pillowcase. And I kept stuffing them and stuff them. Every shopping trip, I'd come home and I'd stuff them in there. And I'd zip it closed. And then after a while, I kid you not, I had filled up six king-size zippered pillowcases with plastic bags. Firm. You know, stuffed. Then I got some, uh, king size pillowcases, the decorative kind. Put them suckers in there. Ta da! Nearly free. Sorta. Um, kid tolerant pillows that the kids could use on the floor, lay on, tromp on, squash, whatever, cause mine were that small at the time. Watching TV All I had to do was You know if something bad happened to it And you know what I mean by bad You know with small children If push came to shove And everything got ugly I could take all the stuffing Quote air quotes here I could take all the stuffing out Which was just plastic bags I could trash that for Um uh, did I, did I, what's the word I'm looking for, sanitation's sake, I could trash all of that, wash the pretty pillowcase, the zippered pillowcase, and start refilling it. And it was no harm, no foul. So for the stuffing to mystery project person thing it doodad, you can take some of those same plastic bags And you can cut them into smaller pieces. And we will use that in the parts that will require some filler. Not all of them will require filler. So if you don't have any stuffing. You don't have any cotton balls. Or you have a plentitude of bags. Or just a few that you want to get rid of. This is a way to recycle them. Um, it works great. They are noisy if you use the plastic bag thing. They crinkle a lot, but they also flatten. And so, well, they just don't. You know what I'm saying. And that's all that I'm saying. And, wow look at this it my time's up already so folks we took care of mystery part number 10 the knit version the crochet version we talked about a recycle project with the zippered pillowcases what else did we talk about oh I was going to tell you about Magoo. This goofy cat. My husband and I. Yesterday. We were sitting on the front porch. And uh, storm clouds were pushing in. And they were pushing hard. So we had strong winds. Kind of whipping up. But it was late in the afternoon. Kind of snoozy. So we had coffee together. On the front porch. And here comes Magoo. Hoppity-doggity coming around, and he got the wind just excited him and his, hisness. That crazy cat gets on the steps and starts chasing his tail. He would turn his head just lightly and see the tip of his tail, and then he would flick his tail, and then that was like, Oh, you think you're going to sneak up on me, do you? And then he would... Literally loop around two or three times like a little puppy chasing his tail, not realizing it was his tail to the point that he would fall over a little bit dizzy. And the fact now that he's already cross eyed and chasing his tail, and just it was like watching a two year old enjoy life, it was fun. It really was. Okay. That's, that's it. That's me. That's it. That's done. Enough said today. This was episode 81. But thank you guys for listening. Truly, I am really glad y'all like listening to me and my wonky weird southernness. Uh, Website www.revlee.me r e v l e a dot m e website can you go there? It'll show you how to find me on Facebook, Pinterest, uh, Fine Arts America, um, Twitter all my other little places on the net springboards right off my revley dot me so if you want to find me elsewhere that's how you do it uh we have our facebook page so find us join us check us out but until next week when we start whipping this thing together Y'all have a good one. If you feel bad, I hope you feel better soon. If you feel good, help somebody else do the same. If you cold, warm up. And if you hot, like it is here, cool off, by all means. Thank you guys for listening. We will talk to y'all again soon. Bye, y'all.